0: All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend Teresa V is back with us, and we are going to be talking about healing into the new you. And so some of what we're going to talk about is priest is going to help us to find and fix your energy leaks and drains, explore how your spiritual practice might be throwing you off balance and know what to do about it. See the ways in which the world around you supports your balance and start taking advantage of them. Release confusion and increase clarity. We all want that. See the attachments and self-judgment that cause you to miss your messages? Woo, yes. And she'll be bringing through special personal messages and healing frequencies, especially for you today. So we are going to be taking live caller questions, so you can raise your hand or type your question in the chat. And for those of you who don't know Teresa, like I said, she's been, you know, she's back with us and she's been on our show many, many times. We love having her on the show. She is an international speaker, a spiritual teacher, a mentor, priestess, a master of the healing arts and angelic channel. She works with people who feel that they should have attended Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters before being sent out into the world, helping them to find the strength in their sensitivities and guiding them in the use of these superpowers. Teresa is a visionary, a love warrior, and a fierce stand for peace who is widely regarded as a presence of unconditional love. In her uniquely effective way, she has been helping people expedite their healing and ascension for over 15 years calling us into our authenticity and full integrity. She empowers sensitives to stand in the power of who we really are so that we can feel more alive on purpose and fulfilled. And So I'm so glad that Teresa is back with us. We always have so much fun. Teresa, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I was really looking forward to this for a very long time.
0: <laughs> yay. Awesome. I'm so glad because I know how busy you are. So, you know, like when you said yes to, be, to being back, I was like, yay, thank God. It's like, you know, it's, a, it's always such a light filled show. It's always such a high vibration show and it's filled with so much love. And we always receive so many, uh, so much wisdom from you and the angels. So, you know, like I said, I just love having you back.
1: Thank you. I love being here and I love this community. So I just feel so blessed. And I feel like this is the perfect time. Like Sarah said, before we started to really dive into our blessings, because, you know, when we do that, we're saying to the universe, thank you, bring me more. So everything we love, everything we're birthing, everything that we're visualizing in this spring season where we're renewing, this is like the perfect timing for this. So, yes, so I'm so grateful for this community.
0: And, you know, absolutely, like you just said, we are we are into spring now, the spring renewal, rebirthing, you know, and so I'm wondering, it's like some of us, you know, may have been having challenges in the past week or two. Me, it was yesterday. It was a full on bad day. Um, but all these things are stirring up energy. They're bringing stuff up, right, for us to, again, sometimes it is about looking at, okay, what is it that you truly want? What is really important? What is really your priority? And the energies have changed. Right. So it's like, it's like kind of like, like what what my guides are saying, get with the program,
1: you know, <laughs> literally. <laughs> right. What do you think? So I, I think this spring is very special. You know, every every season is special. Every day we get to be alive is special. But Also, this spring is very special because it marks the end of a very long winter period for us. We've been in a winter period for a couple of years now, and we're just starting to feel like those little flowers that are peeking out of the ground, you know, like peeking our heads out into the world again, seeing, okay, what's the same, what's changed. So that's that's an additional layer of this spring. And the other layer is we're like, two feet, those of us who've been on this path for a little while, those of us are here in this space, two feet in the new paradigm energy. Mm. So it's like, okay, now we're seeing with two feet in what's still in our system that needs to, that needs to go or where we're attached. You know, that's a really interesting thing for a lot of us is to observe the subtlety of attachment in our lives. And a lot of times that's what's coming up for people right now, or um, it's just about, the interesting thing is it's it's subconscious attachment so many times. So now that depending on our experience over the last couple of years, some of us had trauma. Well, actually, the whole world had trauma, but some of us had personal trauma on top of of it and uh, personal experiences. And based on where we live and how we experience things, we're all. Returning to the world differently and needing to make room for each other's experience and sometimes for those of us who are really sensitive, it can be harsh to to kind of feel all of that and navigate all of that so as we do this we need to remember that in this new paradigm first and foremost is taking care of ourselves. We need to be well-sourced because the angels have said over and over that depleted light workers will not be able to do anything for the world. We need to have our energy right so that we can have enough energy to move forward because we're here to set the example of how to be now, how to exist, how to navigate. And so what we need to do is show people, okay, you need to take care of you, and then you can take care of everyone else. You know, we've been hearing for like a billion years about put your mask on first and then put the mask on the other people around you in the airplane. It's exactly that, you know, when we are at 100%, then then we can be at 100% for everyone else as well. Um, and actually, that's, that's a big thing I want to talk about today is, is our energy level. So, you know, but I think realizing how many layers are, are there for us this spring will help us to understand some of what we're going through right now. Some of us feel like, so some of us feel like the little flower that comes out in my front garden every year, it's this little, very delicate flower with white petals. Mm -hmm. And every year when it appears, the landscapers come and the landscapers come with their blowers and they blow the flower to death. And it happens every year, but that flower comes back every year, right? And just to be killed by the landscapers again, and it drives me crazy, but it's just like the, that's what we're experiencing a little bit this year is like, we're, we're looking out, we're in our beauty and then the landscaper comes and and are we resilient enough to say, well, okay, so we're still going to, our leaves are still going to be here, even though the flower is gone. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. And it is about being resilient, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And, um, and being, you know, standing in our power, being grounded, being present, but also knowing, knowing who we are and where we're going and what we want, right?
1: Yeah, really remembering the why and knowing that we chose to be here at this time for some reason. (laughs) So, you know, just even if we know nothing other than that, remembering that we chose to be here at this time helps us to navigate a lot of the, Oh my gosh, what is happening in this world? You know, it's that overwhelming energy. Just remembering, I chose to be here to be part of the solution helps us to come back into our own power.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So, you know, we're going to talk about so many different things, but, you know, finding, you know, finding and fixing (laughs) what's going on with us right now you know, finding and fixing those energy leaks and, and drains, because sometimes we are not fully in our power because we are being, yeah, we're just going to go with the energy leaks and drains. I'm not going to go any beyond that. Right. So, how can we figure that out? How can we find that out?
1: So, this is an interesting navigation for us because we're, or so we'll talk about that. Um, but a lot of times we spend, hours and hours and hours in our practices. And like, we're trying to navigate the energies because we're sensitive. We're trying to navigate the energies outside of us and mm-hmm. show up our best way within them. And that's a beautiful thing. But what we neglect to na- to navigate is where are the holes? Like, why is this energy not filling me up? Why do I have to do so much of this just to feel okay? You know, and and so what when we think about, I'm putting all of this beautiful energy in, like my body is a temple my soul is so beautiful i'm working so hard to bring all of this grace into my system but you're like a bucket of water that has holes in it right so now all the energy you're working so hard to bring in is going through the holes if it makes it, if it makes any sense to do that i haven't found it so it's like let's let's plug the holes first and then do our practices so w- we need to kind of the first thing we would do is obviously clean a bucket if we were going to fill it with water. And then, you know, we would check it for holes and then we would fill it with water before carrying it. So when we, when we can find that, you know, we have to realize no matter what we do, we wake up in the morning and we have a hundred percent of the energy we're going to have for the day. That's it. Right. We have a hundred percent and we're on a declining balance till we go to bed. And, everything we navigate that day has to come out of 100%. And a lot of us assume, well, I have 100% of my own energy, but I can grab 100% of the energy of the universe and run it through me. But we neglect that, that human body only has 100% energy, right? So we run to like a deficit of 25 to 50% of our energy a lot of days. So when we remember this, and and we can also think of this as money, if we had $100 to spend in the morning, there's no more money that's, that's going to be in our account by the end of the day, we only have that $100. So we need to start managing our energy from that perspective. So, you know, some of the ways that that we neglect to see the holes is there are people who drain us, right? There are people in our everyday life who are not uplifting to us. And, you know, some people say energy vampires, like whatever it is, but we don't have to judge people in this way. What we can look at is our experience of being around them. And more often than not, does my experience being around this person uplift me? Or does it make me feel drained at the end? And if the answer is more often than not, I feel drained when I'm with this person, then there's an energy leak, Mm -hmm. right? That's an energy leak. We also have, you know, the the things that we we know about, the, the things that are accumulated in our space. Every object that we have in our space takes a certain amount of energy from us, whether we're paying attention to them or not. Social media takes energy you know a lot of times we'll see someone and we have like this whole fight inside of us based on what they've shared um you know or unresolved emotional experiences those things just play over and over in our system and just eat up energy um And then we do this thing also where we, we don't live behind our eyes. We live in the other person. So if we're saying something to another person, we play out the whole thing in our head. How are Mm -hmm. they going to react? How should I say it better? How, and then, okay, they say this, then I say this, then they say this. And we've had a whole back and forth in our head without even doing it in person. It's all (laughs) in our head, you know? So those are just some ways that we can start looking at where am I losing energy in the day-to-day and how can I plug some of those holes or make myself run more efficiently so that, you know, doing those things I do normally, you know, maybe I have to see these people or I have to be on the computer in this way, then, then I can do it in such a way where I'm not losing as much energy. So that's like some really big things for us. Um, And, you know, stay around the people who are uplifting to you Mm -hmm. Find more of those people. It can be hard sometimes, but when you find them, like really cherish them and let them know how much you cherish them, because that's a good way for us to um, make sure that our energy is, you know, we're having that reciprocal experience that we so long for in our lives. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's the thing is like, sometimes we you know, we want to be there for our friends, our family, etc. even though, you know, they may be draining us of, of, draining us of our energy. So it's like really looking at, you know, yes, sometimes I can be supportive and and help and whatever, but to what point, right? At Mm -hmm. some point I have to focus on myself as well. I have to, you know, I am my, you know, I I am also a priority, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's kind of harsh when you look at it like that, because like sometimes family members, friends, etc., can be um, energy vampires, but we love them, right? We want to be there for them. We want to engage with them, you know, you know? so it's like, where do you draw the line, right? I, I, and I would say when it's affecting your health, draw <laughs> the line.
1: And sometimes it's a finite amount of time too. Sometimes one of our friends needs a lot of our attention or is, or we feel maybe depleted after seeing them because they're going through something. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's six months or three years, like, you know, mourning or divorce or something like that. Those things don't necessarily have a time limit, but if the same issues are, are being brought up and worked through like 10 years into your relationship, then, you know, is my being here for you in this capacity preventing you from getting the help you need to move on through this, you know? And, and so not only is it draining us, then it's inhibiting the other person. So we need to kind of look at the trade-off because there are going to be times in our lives where we need our friends to show up for us because we're the ones who are draining because we're going through something, you know, and then Mm -hmm. vice versa. So it's, it's about like that, finding that, um, I want to say balance, but it's never really balanced, but it's, it's the give and take of relationship and really being cognizant of, you know, okay. 70% of the time in the t- whole span of time, I've known this person, they're draining and the other 30%, I felt okay, but that was because there were 30 other people around, you know?
0: So, You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good. Awesome. Thank you. And so, um, uh, so i uh, our spiritual practice. How can our spiritual practice be throwing us off balance?
1: So that's, that's a beautiful question. Um, It happens in a lot of ways. We're so devoted, which is such a beautiful thing about our community and, and our makeup is we do have this devotion to the divine, to the light, to being the best we can be here. And so we spend a lot of time in practice. But what we sometimes don't do is edit our practice down. So there are a couple of ways we do this. So maybe we just keep adding things onto Mm -hmm. our practice. And instead of now taking 20 minutes in the morning, it's gone up to like four hours of (laughs) before I can get anything else done. I have to do my breathing, my journaling, my yoga, my this, my that, you know? And if that's working for you, 100%, that's great. Yeah. But if you're finding that you're waking up and you're like, Oh, it takes so long you know or i'm still going to do this even though i haven't had results with it in a very long time where so that's the first thing is we do too much sometimes we do too yeah. much and we start to find those signals in our body that we're we're hearing okay you're doing too much you're not enjoying this anymore this has become work and we don't listen because we feel like the more we can do the better a person we are that's number 1 number 2 is sometimes we outgrow practices right? Mm -hmm. Like anything in our life, some things are there for a time period. And let's say at some point in our life, we're focused on anger. And we find this meditative practice with this breathing that will release anger, right? And we work with it and we work with it and, and we're three years into it. And we don't have the anger issue anymore. Let's just say we've healed it through this practice. And now our body, we're finding maybe we're anxious now, Mm -hmm. Right. So anxiety is coming up, but instead of switching our practice to be more focused on anxiety, we stick with the anger one because it worked for us. Then it's not doing anything for us now, but it worked then. And we're afraid to let it go because what if the anger comes back? Well, then you just start the practice again, you know? So it's really about what is it that you need now? What's working for you still? What's not necessarily working for you in the same way anymore. Can you put that tool down and pick another one up, you know? And, and that, is a big way that we throw ourselves off balance because if we're getting the message, Hey, this isn't working for you anymore. And we're still doing the same thing over and over expecting it to somehow start working for us again. When, when it's clear that something new needs to be brought in, then we're just kind of going from here to here to here and going more and more off center. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and not listening to that intuitive hit. So that's really important for us to, to kind of explore in our lives. Um, it's also important for us to remember that everything in our environment has an energy and takes energy from us just by being there. And so when we are in our spiritual practice, when we can just have things around us that we love and that bring us joy and bring good energy to us, that would be really helpful as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And part of this has to do with being present right, and being aware of you know, not just automatically doing practices, you know, just really being present with it and asking questions around it. Is this working? How am I feeling with this? Right. Instead of Mm -hmm. like, I I have to do this. I've been doing this for 10 years, 20 years, whatever, how many years. And, but you know what, everything has changed now. So some of the old practices, and I hate to say that, but some of the old practices, maybe you need to take a look at again to see, are they really beneficial? Are they really helping you? Or do you need some sort of little tweak, maybe just a little tweak, you
1: know? You know, and, and when we put something down, we can do it with love and gratitude. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like teachers too. You know, we, we have a teacher for a little while and then sometimes we hold on. Mm-hmm. Instead of knowing that, okay, we finished our work here, we need to move on and we can be in the gratitude and be in the love for what was accomplished through this tool and then just release it or maybe even share it with somebody else who now needs it. And then you adopt something new, you know, yeah. just like when you adopted that tool, it was so helpful for you then, you know, so it it's not about judging or whatever, but a, a lot of what we do also is we come back over and over to the assumption that we're doing something wrong right? Mm -hmm. This meditation hasn't worked for me in five years, but I'm going to sit and I'm still going to do it because I must not be in the headspace to meditate. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not focused. I, and because that's the one thing we know we can change is ourselves. Right. And when we're in a world where we feel so kind of Like we can't do enough, can't do as much for everyone as we want to do. And then when it's easier for us to stick with what we can change in ourselves instead of changing another thing outside of ourselves. So that's kind of our default. And we default there to avoid doing work or avoid change. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's safe. You know, it's it's what we know.
1: Right. And we know how to change ourselves. We've done it a million times. You know, we're (laughs) really good at self-growth. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I love that. <laughs> Sometimes I, hmm. um, and then the world is always supporting us, right? And we forget how the world, the universe, you know, spirit is always supporting us. If we are willing to look at everything that is around us as support, right? I know for, for when I was uh, years ago, now I couldn't see the support that was all around me. Now, when I look back, I see how, supported i was how supported i am because i used to remember i i used to say i have no support i have no support i was like oh my god (laughs) so that was my old story right but now it's like a totally different story i see how everybody everything the universe nature, my dogs everything is supporting me to you know have more ease in my life and for my life to flow right So let's talk a little bit about that support, too, that's always there with us and for us and how we can maybe recognize it even more.
1: Yeah, well, we know that, you know, I don't know if you all know, but I know for beyond the shadow of a doubt that our angels are always there um, to support us. They are there 100% of the time. And we just need to ask we literally just need to invite them to come and support us because they can't interfere in our life. If we don't ask, unless again, it's a matter of life and death and you're about to exit your body prematurely, they will come in and, and act. Um, So that's important to know. I'm just, as I'm talking to you, the little birds are like lining up on the rooftop that I can see right outside the window and they're so adorable. So I just keep looking up there. So just so you know what I'm seeing. Um, So that's, and, and there's a perfect example, right? There's a perfect example. Nature supports us in all the ways. And yeah. I've really been looking to stay in my joy more and more of the time. And there they are like bringing it to me. Nature will bring us exactly what we need. You know, we spent a little time here talking about the spring season and spring is the season of cleansing and renewal right we always say oh spring cleaning and mm-hmm. and whenever people are doing like physical cleanses it's always in the spring because it's the universe our nature supports cleansing because it's growing all sorts of foods naturally that help us to detox berries bitter greens like they're all growing so that we can just eat them to detox ourselves of the winter heaviness mm-hmm. and this year we talked about the heaviness that's been with us, the winter we've been in for a couple of years. So this is an all around detox for us. So this spring season, we're cleansing on so many levels. So just be gentle with yourself and look to what's growing in your area. Like seasonal eating will help navigate this so easily. You know, when we eat seasonally, our body does what it needs to do. And we're not kind of putting up any walls. So that's like, there are several ways that the universe and nature right around us kind of helps us with this, but that's definitely one of them. The, another one that I love because we are sensitive and we're so attuned to energies is the energy of, of the foods we eat, right? So Mm -hmm. are you someone who needs to be grounded more? Look in your garden or look to the farms around you. Like what's what's a vegetable what's a food that grows in the ground carrots um potatoes like they grow into the ground so you know they're going to be grounding squash is grounding right if you're having problems like you want to open your heart chakra or you're having congestion in your lungs that's a big thing in the spring leafy greens right leafy greens function right here it's just look because look how they grow they grow they reach up to the sky and they pull the oxygen they they literally things will show you what they can help you with just by the way they grow and when we can tune into that it's so beautiful you know and we have all of these cycles going every day like day to night we have the moon cycles you know that really help us to kind of navigate where we are there are times of day where where different organs work you know and so if we start to pay attention to why do I feel this way at a certain time of day? We can start to figure out which organs in our body need support. You know, the, the colors around us, if we, you know, if we're in a lot of pain, maybe we don't stay around the color red very much, or we don't wear the color red because it exacerbates any inflammation. So it's all of these little things that are so beautiful that we can do in our lives because we are so sensitive that will have big impact, you know, and in addition to our divine team and the friends that we call in through circles like this, nature provides so much of what we need. So when you're in doubt as to what to do because you're mm-hmm. not feeling 100%, just look outside. Look at the world outside. See what's happening there and take your cues from nature and start looking to okay, well what's actually growing naturally here right now? And you know, if you're in Canada, sometimes the, the answer is nothing. <laughs> you know, nothing's <laughs> yeah. growing in the middle of winter. Um yeah. so what does that say, you know, like there's there's always going to be some sort of potato or something like that. So yeah,
0: so something warming then. <laughs> um all right so let's talk about confusion and clarity I know so many people they talk about I don't have clarity I don't have clarity I just like I don't have the answer I don't you know mm-hmm. like, so can we relieve you know can we release that confusion
1: we can there's a lot of confusion in the whole world right now mm-hmm. you know and yeah. we kind of talked a little bit about that earlier it's there's just so much be- because we have been, we're now in this world where everything is at our fingertips, right? And sources like don't have to be vetted anymore. So anyone can say anything as if it's truth, as if it's reality. And what we can do is run it through our heart monitor to feel if if it feels true to us. But not everybody in the world can do that, because they haven't learned to access that yet. So mm-hmm. they grab on to a lot of these things. And then Adopt them as their truth when they feel kind of icky or wrong or not exactly right to us, you know. So, so that creates this whole swirl of confusion in the world. So that's important for us to realize: is this is a universal phenomenon right now, which is why so many of us have had even more issue getting our own clarity because Mm -hmm. humankind is just in that space. Um, But very often we miss our messages, because we're so attached to how we receive them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So the way we're communicating now has shifted. We used to reach up. We used to have to like really reach up and get into this space to like get the message and pull it back down. And now it's more like the realms are around us. There's not that up and down anymore. It's sort of the energy has not exactly even out, but even out more. So while we're still going in the direction that we used to go, it's the direction has shifted slightly, you know? So we don't, we do still need to be in a higher vibration, but it's not the same level of disparity that it was before. We also, I, I know people, I have clients who are, they know, they just know, right? Like, I just know that things are going to happen. I just know what I should do, what they want to hear. They want Mm -hmm. to see like, you know, and knowing is the highest of the clairs. it's like the highest of, of the psychic gifts. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And we want a lesser one. And that's not judgment. That's not hierarchy, but we want one. That's not as much of a gift because that's how everybody else does it, you know? And so, you know, I had, at a relative once we had a, a death in the family and she was like, I've been asking him for signs. I've been asking for signs and I'm not getting any. Meanwhile, I'm watching her as she's talking to him. There's butterflies all over the place, right? Butterflies everywhere, but she's looking in the sky because she wants to see a cloud that's in a specific shape. <laughs> and she's missing the thousand butterflies that she's seen yeah. that day. So there's the attachment of, of how we get the messages. And you know, when, when we have a lot of things undone in our lives, then we have a lot of um, things that aren't clear. So maybe there's relationships that need closing or things in relationship that need cleaning up or something like that, or paperwork that needs doing, you know, whatever it is that we're avoiding is also kind of clogging our energy because we are more sensitive now. So when we can take care of things, efficiently then, then we have less in our field when we actually want to get the messages. Um, the one thing I do want to say, cause the angels are saying is being in the moment helps us to get our messages most efficiently now. Right. So if I'm in the moment, I can, they can access me immediately yeah. and I can get that memo. So if nothing else, just work on being present with what you're doing and your messages will start to flow more clearly.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. And yes, the attachments and the, and the self-judgments. We're judging ourselves that we're not good enough to get the message, for example. That's
1: right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's that or you know, or going back to I'm not doing this right, yeah. I'm doing it wrong. Right. And then that self chatter lowers our vibration because we wouldn't talk, you know, if we were teaching someone meditation, we wouldn't shame them for not doing it right, not getting their messages, but we do it to ourselves. So it's really about that, that whole self-judgment thing, the whole, you know, when, when we can support ourselves the way we would another person, then, then that's really how we are being asked to show up because Mm -hmm. that's part of the change we're here to make is to teach everyone that they are worthy of love. And how do we do that? By living it ourselves.
0: Beautiful. I love that. And that's, and that's the thing we are worthy of receiving the messages, right? So a lot of times, you know, um, or receiving the healing, you know, we, we there's parts of us that 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 are ke- keeping us from receiving the healing or receiving the messages because we have this belief that we're not good enough or we're not, we're, we're not worthy enough, right? Right.
1: Or, that we deserve it. Like I, you know, I, I, there's somebody that I've been working with who who really believes that because of, you know, and we're not talking karma. Like there is, there is that whole karmic thing that we need to work through on, but when Mm -hmm. we are saying repeatedly, I deserve this illness, this situation, then we're, we're not open to the healing because we're just constantly bringing in that opposite energy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, wow. Awesome. I love it. And I know we're going to be taking some questions from people. And (laughs) so there's lots of questions in the chat. There's lots of people with their hands raised. Um, I was just going to, oh, goodness, I just lost lost it. Wait, don't write anything in the chat. All right. So there's a a message from Maria. um, And she's wondering, Teresa, if you can see how she can find and fix her energy leaks and drains. She says, I feel very drained this week. I meditate every day, do Qigong, eat healthy, go to bed early, but I still feel drained this week. So if it's just a one-time thing like this week, it possibly could just be because of all the intense energies from the equinox, from spring, et cetera, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, my sense as you're reading Maria's message for you specifically, I feel very much this, this last full moon kind of kicked you in the butt a little bit, you know, um, because of your astrological chart and where things are in your own soul's experience. So it just feels like the lesson for you here might be giving yourself some grace, you know, because you're doing everything right. You know, that, that feels right in your system that, you know, is right for you. Um, it's almost like the assumption is I should never feel human and give yourself the time, give yourself the week to just feel human and just be tired. You know, and if your body is saying, I need to sleep, go to sleep, take a nap, yeah. you know, do whatever it is. It's not something you're going to do all the time. It's something you're going to do because your body's asking you to do it. And sometimes also my sense is not that this is for you, Maria, but that there are other people here. Who need this right now. Sometimes those things are signs that your body is giving you that something's not right. It needs attention. It needs to be cared for. So these are like the signs and symptoms that we get sometimes before an illness actually manifests. So maybe before we get a fever, we feel tired. And if we rest, the fever doesn't develop, but if we push through, maybe the fever develops. Like that's just an example, but When we're not used to looking at these as signs and symptoms, or we kind of plow through them, then that's when we end up, you know, over time, we've done this to ourselves where we end up on the couch for two weeks because we just can't anymore. Mm -hmm. So so really give yourself grace, it feels like that's a good learning for you as you move in this new paradigm.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Arietta? She says, uh, negativity received into my heart. Hours ago, I felt my space or my heart heavy. A very negative energy surrounded me. I left the space. My heart, chest, throat, and black, back. Starving for oxygen, for freedom. 30 minutes breathing and walking by the sea. Brought some relief. Awesome. Good. Still, I feel the energy, especially around the throat. Can you help? Who is be? Who is behind it? Any family member? <laughs>
1: uh, so... Uh, Interestingly, I, I feel a couple of things here as, as Alara was reading the question out loud. Um, I feel your body so in resonance, like you have these past life soul experiences that are so in resonance with a lot of what's going on in the world right now. And it feels like maybe today, you started the day maybe a little bit more tired than you normally were. Maybe you were hungry, like whatever it is, it just feels like your energy level wasn't where it normally would be. And like, it all just crept up on you at the same time. And um, like, I'm seeing you in resonance with so many of the people who are in war torn areas. So many people in the world who are feeling like they don't have a voice right now. So there's a lot of, um, past life resonance that feels like it's, it's coming up for you. You're, you're like a tuning fork. It's resonating and it's not all going to come up at the same time, but it's letting you know that there's stuff here that's ready to go. So I think you did all the right things. Um, but maybe sitting with that, pick one of those things at a time, you know, maybe start with the throat and meditate on your throat and ask your throat, okay, what is this feeling here to show me? How can we work through it? What do I need to know? What do I need to clear? And just be with it. Because when we can be with that energy, it doesn't have, it doesn't have a need to hide anymore. We're sitting with it. It's getting the message to us and it can go away. And, you know, my sense is some of this stuff has been with you for many lifetimes and it's, it's just, you are equipped now to get rid of it.
0: Awesome. Wow. Good. All right. Um, Manisha, you want to unmute yourself?
3: Yes, hello. Hi, Alara. Hello, Hi. Teresa.
0: Hi. Um, I basically wanted to s- see what you see in me. Like I have a lot of, um, I've had a lot
4: of
5: karmic issues um, relating to finances, etc. Um,
0: a lot of betrayal in my life from father, siblings, etc. Ex-husbands. Yeah. Um, and I'm really sort of stuck And I don't know
3: where to go. I'm a bit lost.
1: You're not lost. You're right here. And we all see you. So (laughs) you're you're here. I see in you, what I'm really seeing is this incredible divine feminine Mm -hmm. energy. Like this really powerful feminine energy. And it feels like, over lifetimes because of culture, because of situations, it's almost like you've had to kind of bring that in, rein it in a little bit and defer to the patriarchy or the males in your life. And it's like that part of you has been in rebellion inside, (laughs) right? And not necessarily comfortable. And I'm talking at the soul level, you may not have been Consciously aware of this, but at times you definitely were. Um, and it feels like now that part of you wants to come first and foremost. She wants to be in her full power. She wants to be in her true elegance and her true grace. And so everything that was attached to those old ways of life where you were shackled in some ways, emotionally, physically. Um, all had to leave your space so that you can fully embrace your power. And I really feel like as you step your foot out, everything that you need just starts coming to you. You know, when you step a foot forward in that energy fully and completely, everything just starts coming to you. It's almost like people are falling at your feet to to hand you things because you're in that it's, we call it like the regal queen energy where you're just, you're showing up in your power, but also in love. Does that make sense? It does on so many levels. I'm actually very speechless because you,
0: you know, I really resonated with whatever you've said. And how, how can I get out of, you know, this sort of prison that I am in? I've been trying for a long time. I'm literally stuck for, mm-hmm. for quite a so- while now.
1: Archangel Michael is showing me the prison is here around your brain. Like the the bars are around your brain. So it's like, start to visualize what would my life look like if I was in my full power and you might not know. So then you move into, okay, well, what would make me happy? Where would I like to go? Where would I like to be? What would I like to do? What would I like to wear? you know, what would, what fabric do I like to feel on my body? What do I like to eat? What would I eat nonstop with wild abandon? If I could, you know, really get into what brings me pleasure. Right. And some of us in feminine bodies, especially are very uncomfortable with the word pleasure. And, and so it's just think, so maybe find a different word if that makes you uncomfortable, but what, would let you be in that sensual experience of being fully in your body, being fully in your power. And when you move into that, even if it's just visioning, it feels like those those bars around what you are thinking is possible, they start to just disintegrate. And it's like your brain is like a bird that just flies free then because there's no more mental limitations. Does that make sense?
0: it does yes thank you so much it was very powerful and you know spot on actually and thank you Alara for offering me this opportunity thank you awesome thank you that was awesome um all right Laura do you want to unmute, unmute yourself hi Alara hi Teresa hi
5: I was feeling very similar to uh, Manisha. Um, I'm feeling very blocked and um, I'm working on a couple of projects that seem, I get distracted. I'm not finishing them. It's long overdue. Um, And I'm just wondering, um, how I can clear, I, I guess I was feeling karmic energy. And then I thought, I thought we were done with all our karmic debt, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I still feel some um, things that I can work on. I'd rather not work on anymore. I want to move on to getting my projects
1: complete. Yeah. What I'm seeing it's interesting because it's a very similar thing, but a, a completely different way it's presenting for you. Um, what I see is when you started these projects, it was like, there was a joy, there was like a fire. And now it's like, there's not that energy behind it anymore. It's it's just, yeah. So it's about, okay, is this project still bringing me joy? Um, or do I need to shift something about the project so that it can bring me the person I am now joy instead of the person who started it. You're not the same person anymore. Like you said, you've worked through so much in the recent past that you're not the same person anymore. So If it doesn't bring you joy anymore, then maybe it's not a project that you're supposed to finish, or maybe it's supposed to take on a little bit of a different face or um, be finished in a different way than it was started, you know, but it just feels like really look into where is my joy now? Because I feel your creative energy is, is there. It's like, it's revving itself up, but there's no joy to fire it. Does that make sense? No, because I'm writing a book and I'm so excited about
5: all the research. It's sexy. It's so exciting. Uh-huh. I'm going to help so many people, but I'm overwhelmed. Oh, I'm so okay. joyed by it, but I'm overwhelmed. But then I was that's merging it. It with another project where I need help from someone else and other people are in control of the project and I have a no control and I'm feeling it? like, what can I do? But I don't know if, so I'm sorry, I merged two different projects.
1: No, that's, it's fine. I'm so that's, that explains the lack of fire because it feels like I was feeling when you started the project, the joy, and then the, I was feeling no fire, but the overwhelm is the wet blanket <laughs> that's sort of on the fire. It feels like, oh. um, so, so maybe just like, just start, that's it just start and just start with what sit down okay so this this is like the second time i've told the story to someone this week i work with this jewelry designer she designs a lot of my pieces and the way she she puts the things together is she finds the crystals and then she puts them all out and she lets the crystals tell them how they want to be grouped and then she leaves them in groups And she lets them sit there and talk amongst themselves for however long it takes. And then they show her how the metal needs to be crafted around them to hold them together in the space for the piece of jewelry. And I'm telling you this story because it feels like that's what's happening with your book is like you're overwhelmed by all of the stuff around you. So embrace that. Put it all out. And let what needs to come forward to you that day, come forward and work with that. Yeah. And then the next day, maybe it's a completely different part, but then they start to show you how they thread themselves together in new and unexpected ways. And it feels like we're in a moment to moment paradigm. Stop bringing the linear process into this because it's it's, not, it's non-linear. So it's going to be you're going to be connecting energetically with the piece that you most resonate with that day. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And so it feels like when you move on that project, then the other project where you're waiting for people, all of that starts moving too, because the blockage is now gone.
0: Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Good. Thank you, Laura. Good. Woo-hoo. Um, all right. So one second. So there was a question from Abby in the chat. I would love some clarity around energy leaks, especially on waking. Have been spending time in garden to support my health, which has taken a lot of my day with very little accomplished or focused.
1: So you said waking, like waking up?
0: That's what I think. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I wasn't sure if you said waking or weight gain.
0: Oh, um, weight, yeah, waking.
1: Okay. <laughs> so One of the things that feels really powerful. Um, so obviously the garden is really helping the grounding aspect of that. It's it's so interesting because I've already told people, you know, if, if you can't be out in nature and you're sensitive and nature really helps you stick a potted plant on your desk. And when you feel like you need to ground, just stick your finger in the potted plant, you know? So that may actually be something you can do on waking is have a plant next to your bed and really connect that way. Um, but I also see... Consciously grounding down to the earth as you wake up. So you're just opening your eyes. Just see yourself growing roots from your first chakra, your sacrum down through your legs into the earth. And then also dropping a grounding cord through the perineum down into the earth. And as you breathe, Let everything that is not yours, everything that is not serving you, flow down through that grounding cord into the heart of the earth. And once you've done that, just intend it. That's enough. Even if you can't visualize it or you're having a hard time with it, intention is key right into the heart of the earth. And some days it may look like a thin little cord, some days it's a waterfall, some days it may be crystal, like whatever it is. And then Pull, let let yourself pull up the energy of the earth through your feet into your first chakra, your sacral area, and let it then fill your whole body. That feels really important um, for you. And if it doesn't work for you, if you'd rather stand up and do it as soon as you stand up out of bed, uh, that could work too, if, if actually having your feet on the ground feels better. Um, it just feels like there's a lot that you're picking up while you're sleeping and, and having a place to ground it and let it go that, that can serve, you know, the earth can take anything we give her and turn it into fertilizer, turn it into energy to create something beautiful. Just let it go back to her and it, and she can use it.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And that is a great process for anybody and everybody. So please, you know, if you're, if you have questions about leaking energy draining energy etc please do that okay um so joy has a question in the chat Uh, is there a way to lessen our pain when we lose a loved one even if life continues after this life this doesn't help so much
1: (laughs) i've just been through this and and i i haven't found that yet (laughs) you know we know They're out of their suffering. We know they're in a place where they're doing well. We may even be receiving communication from them in a new and different way, but the pain of losing them, the pain of watching them go through whatever they went through to transition, that's very real. And that sticks around. Um, So the The thing that I've found very recently that has helped me in particular is to do a releasement ceremony. First, you need to give yourself the space to grieve, right? Because if we're not moving through our grief process, we're just stuffing it down and then it's just going to stick around and it's going to keep trying to to come up again and we're not letting it out. So it's just going to stay and drag and prolong the process. So make sure that you're feeling the grief when it comes up you know, and and you can't schedule grief. Unfortunately, you can't be like, okay, Thursday at four 30 is my grief time by 5 PM. I'm going to go to dance class. That's not the way it works. So, you know, it's just really being present with it and sitting with it. And then when you feel ready, maybe a releasement ceremony or a celebration of that person in some way where you're saying, I release you to the life that you're in now. And I release me to the life that I'm in. And I know that we'll meet in a similar way again, but for now we're on our separate path. So that's something that I found recently that's, that's helped. So I hope something in there helps you, but just understanding that it's a process and it's not, again, it's not a linear process.
0: Awesome, thank you. All right. Uh, Sarah, you have a question, a quick question for Teresa. And I'm, I'm serious. I really want to keep it quick.
4: I gotcha. <laughs> I can talk too much sometimes like everybody else.
0: I know, uh, I apologize. I just can't today. I just you
4: know. No, no. Gotcha. Um, Teresa, I have been doing so much work and I do serious grounding. I wake up and put this grounding big pad on me every day, but I still carry so much tension. Um, And that has to do with fear. And my digestion is just awful. There was three days last week when I could only eat one rice cake. That's it. That's my question. What can I do? So your tension is preventing you from eating? No, my tension is going into my digestive system and causing such a ruckus that I can't eat. Okay.
1: yes yeah, so i'm just
4: intense. i'm just too anxious and so
1: get it so when we get like that a lot of us have a very similar response then just eat what you can like have something with you all the time and just take a little bite that's that's exactly what you've been doing i get it um the other thing that i'm seeing for you have you done abdominal massage with some oil like a maybe a spearmint oil or something no i could try that yeah
4: I just wondered if the angels had any messages for me about like, you know, try this meditation or whatever, or yeah,
1: no, it feels like this may be a very physical thing, a very physical energy that you need to move, like to, to actually bring love to your physical body, to support your body in the way it's processing energy, especially when it's in the stomach and intestines. So if you take a little, you could use a, a carrier oil, um, you know, and then take a little, a couple drops of like spearmint or something, try that first. And then you're massaging your stomach. You're, you're moving around the belly button. So you'll be moving from underneath the belly button in circles. You're coming up on the right side of your body, going around and coming down on the left side. You want to go in the same direction that your digestive system works. So, so just doesn't have to be super hard, but you're gently rubbing in circles and, you know, see how that goes. Because sometimes we're so in the spiritual movement of energy that we forget our physical body actually does need a little bit of love and support. And it feels like your digestive system could really use some of that right now.
4: Okay. And did they say anything about the anxiety? But
1: it feels like that actually starts to bring the anxiety Um, down a little bit. I know you're doing grounding, but what it feels like is it is that starts to bring the energy that has like gone all over your body back to its home, which is in. So in we're talking, we're speaking like Ayurveda right now, the, the, all of our bodily energy, like the homes are in our digestive system. So you're bringing the energy back home to where it's supposed to be instead of traveling all throughout your system. So, so try that and and do let me know how it goes for you because I feel like there may be a couple steps after that. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. All right, Linda, you still there? You have a question? I know you had your hand raised for a while. You're muted.
2: Got it. Thank you, Alara. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dealing with um, blockages with, my friends, they keep calling and asking for advice, and I don't know what to do anymore because I've asked the angels constantly to help, and I just feel like I'm not as efficient as I should be. Sorry.
1: So blockages with your friends, meaning that you need to set boundaries with them or meaning that you are not I've receiving... Set me-
2: bound- I've set boundaries, but I don't receive the messages that I probably should be getting. Thank you.
1: Got it. So it's, it's really interesting because it feels like for some of your friends, not all of them, it feels like you do receive messages for some people more than others. And it feels like some of those people need to start coming back to themselves to feel what's right in their life. And and mm-hmm. now in this new paradigm energy, the universe is like, hold on, you know, you when you figure this out, then Linda can give you more messages, but you've been on this for a while now and you need to go here because you're not listening to what we've been telling you through, Linda. So, so stick with it, work <laughs> through it, and then she can give you more information. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, very much so. <laughs>
1: They're I like, give Linda some time off. <laughs> thank you. I love you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, awesome. thank you. Thank you, Linda. All right. Um, so I want to take a few minutes, Teresa, and talk about the package that you have for us this time around.
1: Awesome.
0: And then we'll see about uh, other stuff.
1: Um, other stuff. Yeah,
0: other <laughs> stuff. All right, one second. I'm going to share my screen and... And this never works on here. So, but we'll see if the, no. So the package is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa3. I will share the screen in a second. Just putting in the chat for people just in case. Okay, so, all right there it is. All right. So this is the healing in the new you package, right? And there's three parts to it. Do you want to talk about it?
1: Sure. So it's the healing into into the new you package and and we're all we're all showing up new in this new paradigm. We've been through a lot. We've been through many years of of this evolution many lifetimes. And so I'm really excited, genuinely excited about this package because um you know, I was really guided to put it together for what we need now. And so the first piece of the package is the the meditation bundle. So um, what we're going to do for you is—is is, I'm just like um, I have my screen up in yours, so I'm just going to stick with yours. Okay. <laughs> so, the the three meditation packages where they're going to help you prepare for the other piece of the package. The first is changing cellular memory with the angels. So anything that's left in your cells to clear, they'll help you do it and change it. Flooding the world with golden energy what more do we need right now? And creating peace again, you know, the angels really had, when we put this package together, they really knew what was up in the world because this is exactly what we need. And then we're moving into the healing into the new you live three part series, which will be educational and energy work at the same time. So we'll be talking about the aspects of your body, your physical system, mental, emotional, and spiritual system um, in three sessions. So the first one will be doing stress and anxiety and what in our body goes out of balance to create stress and anxiety and why we're feeling it right now. And then the healing session will be focused on stress and anxiety, but not limited to that. So you'll go off and and relax and there'll be an energy transmission and of healing energy for the rest of the session after we meet, discuss, and And the third is sadness and depression. And through these sessions, not only do we do we fix these issues and help to heal them in our body, we also help to rebalance all five elements in our bodies. So you'll experience incredibly deep healing, complete relaxation, calm and clarity, your clarity, we're talking about that before you'll start to have more access to your clarity, and connect with your guidance and The best part is the release of old patterns and behaviors. You know, we carry in ourselves the memory of seven generations, right? Seven generations. So that reaction you don't understand could be the reaction of your great, great grandma. So let's get rid of it because that's not the energy of the world anymore. And let's do it with great love. So. We'll, we'll be looking at the subtle and not so subtle in this series. So those are the dates, the 29th of April, mm-hmm. May 6th and May 13th for the sessions. And then visioning your year anytime vision board workshop. So it's really all about doing a fun, creative project that gets you in touch with exactly what you want to create and co-create in your world and for the world at large right now. And we'll help you I'll help you figure it out through this pre-recorded workshop and we'll create a magic board for you so that you can reference your vision every day upon waking. That actually may help you in the morning to anchor your energy and clear whatever it is that's making you tired. You know we talked about that a little while ago and to really live into what is it that I want to create and, and let's let's get that energy moving because we don't have those same limitations we used to have in terms of manifestation and co-creation.
0: And I was thinking about this when Manisha was talking, I thought, you know, this would be great for her, especially this, uh, the visioning workshop.
1: Yeah. Yes. I do a vision board every year and it's so much fun. And so this is why I created this workshop because it's just such a fun, creative project, especially when we feel like we don't have creative energy. This is a great way to really tap into it.
0: And of course, um, there are two and three-part payment plans available for this package. And please use the code T A C S ten to receive my 10% gift as well. Um and again, that is available at larat four slash show four slash three. And so there is, is still a bit of time until the live uh calls happen, right? April 6th, I think it was or something.
1: Uh, the 20... 20-something.
0: 20, 20 yeah, so like a month. So we still have time. So you have time to listen to the meditations, do the uh, vision board workshop for yourself as well before the live calls happen.
1: Yeah. 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 Awesome. It's, it's a really... I just listened to the timing. I was like, when do you want this you know, to happen? And it feels like that's the right timing because it feels like with the spring, this is a lot of what we're done with moving forward. So we're done mm-hmm. with a lot of this right now. It feels like it would be premature. Then it feels like we've, we've worked through so much of it. Um, and I saw that a bunch of people had, had purchased already. So thank you so much. I look so forward to connecting with all of you.
0: Awesome. All right. So now do you want to take um, some more questions or, or what else did you have planned for today?
1: <laughs> um, again, you know, I am of service and the the plan was really it just to be of service and the angels are here as well. Um, Alara, there's some concern that keeps coming through the chat to me for your eyes. So um, there there are people asking for the angels for healing your eyes on uh, your behalf. And I do see Archangel Raphael with you very much. It, it does feel like there's um, are you okay with me saying this publicly? (laughs) 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 Yeah, It does feel like there's um, there's an energy integrating for you uh, with and, and this is sort of your body's way of saying, you know, like trying to translate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the healing is there. I feel the healing is in progress and it just may be a hot minute before, you know, um, but it, oh. there's something new that's integrating for you. So, yeah, <laughs> but Raphael's on the case. So just keep calling on him. So, so that should make Linda's been asking. So Linda, you should feel better about that. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. And and she's, Thank you. she's also asked, um, you know, on behalf of the group, if everyone could send you love and energy to your eyes. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Linda, don't make
1: me cry. Maybe that'll clear your eye. <laughs> Let's make the Lord yeah, cry so yeah, her eye yeah. clears up.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, so appreciate that so much. Thank you. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Whew. Linda always makes me cry. She's like, ah.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm like I was just like call. I'm not getting messages, and there they are.
0: <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you, everyone. I so appreciate it. um Okay, so I cried a lot yesterday. So <laughs> trust me, I had a really big day yesterday. Well, thank I goodness cried a lot.
1: your eye would have been like this today if you didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, lots of crying yesterday. It's all good. All right, Tanya, you want to unmute yourself? Maybe,
1: maybe not. Yes. 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 I'm sorry. I'm uh, I'm having uh, COVID at the moment, so I will do it without the camera. Yes. (laughs) So I'm getting better, though. I feel I will be short. I feel like uh, I have uh, like hole in my
5: um, energy field uh, in my chest area. And I think that's why I got uh, this flu and uh, maybe i'm wrong but i i have been feeling lots of butterfly in my heart uh, area so
1: i just wanted to ask if i'm right or it's something else that is going on um so what i am seeing for you um so i i see that we carry we call it defective space in our systems for lack of a better word, but we all carry like scars, let's say scar tissue from the illnesses. Our family had seven generations um, from where we may have experienced trauma, physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual in this lifetime. And in our soul's lifetimes, what I see for you, I don't know if there was a family history of, Asthma or bronchitis or tuberculosis, but there feels like a family history of something having to do with the lungs. Does that make sense to you? Before I go on, um, I have had lots of bronchitis when I was a child, okay. but uh, no, I don't have asthma in my family. Uh, not Good. as far as I can remember. Okay, so that's your that's your weak space in our body. We okay. all, count, yeah, like- maybe yes that's your weak space. And so that opening, when, when a germ comes into our system, it will seek our weak space. And so what your body was telling you beforehand was, Hey, you know, we need a little work. So it feels like Anything that you can do to strengthen that area of your body moving forward would be really helpful. So once you're done with this illness, not while you're ill, you know, um, you can strengthen the area of your body by eating leafy greens. You can do breathing exercises, breath work or pranayama or things like that. You know, maybe even doing light aerobic activity to start getting the oxygen moving more in your lungs, maybe taking deep exhalations, like like really getting the the oxygen out of the bottoms of your lungs, like really squeezing it out and bringing fresh new air in. It all feels like those are ways that you can you can work with this, and I really honestly, it's the cutest thing because I just feel that it was your body saying, "Hey, Tanya, there's something in here, and and uh I'm trying, but like this space is hard, and that's why you're feeling like butterflies because this whole space of your body's like, "I love you, I'm doing the best I can so <laughs> um, so it feels like just really being with your lungs and and speaking with them and supporting them would be really helpful. Does that resonate for you? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Good. Thank you very much, Teresa. Thank you, Alara. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Tanya.
0: Um, and I just want to say for around that really quickly to my, my dad, um, he has COPD. You know, I don't know what that's called anymore, but he was diagnosed with that like two years ago, two or three years ago. And he started doing the pranayam, you know, regularly. And that has really helped with his breathing. It really helped him a lot because at the beginning, you know, it was it was difficult, but when he started doing the pranayama, it really helped him with, with that. So he's much better quality of breathing now than when he first got the COPD. So try see if you can do the pranayama. It it does it does help. Um Pat, do you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Um
4: there we go. Get my vision. Okay. Hi, Therese. Matt. Hi, <laughs> After I've been to the dentist on the 9th and he cleaned my teeth and they were in good shape, I developed an energy in my gums and my teeth creating aches. Am I releasing stuff
1: from that? Mm. It's interesting. There's been so much dental stuff going on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because it feels like this is if we're looking at everything happening in our community today, there's spiritual stuff that's happening, but the answer is supporting the physical, right? Yes. And what, what a beautiful way to enter the new paradigm. Cause we've been ignoring our physical body, not, and that's not criticizing or whatever, but we've been mm-hmm. so focused on the spiritual body. And now our physical body is like, Hey, let's give the car a tune up. Um, what it feels like would be helpful for you is, um, do you have sesame seeds? What? what? sesame seeds what are sesame seeds they're like little seeds um like little
0: white seeds little usually, usually you find them on sesame seed buns you know but they're really yeah. small How
1: do you spell it s okay. e s a m e s e s a m e okay yes so so the reason i'm saying that is because we, um, what you can do is take a handful in the morning and chew them and it cleans the teeth. Okay. It cleans the teeth and it pulls your body pulls calcium from the sesame seeds. They have a lot, a lot of calcium. And then you spit them out and you take a dry toothbrush and you brush your teeth. Okay. And it feels like that would be super helpful because they would get all up in the gums and you would be releasing all of that. If you can't find them, Mm -hmm. do you have coconut oil?
2: Yes, I do.
1: The other thing that you can do is put like a a tablespoon or two in your mouth, whatever feels like it's good. I have some right here. Swish it around. Okay. For you know, try to get to 15 minutes. But if if you have to stop at like five, that's fine. Work your way up. It pulls the toxins out of your gums, out of your mouth. And my sense is that uh, something at the dentist's office, The cleaning was great, but something there didn't agree with you. And so pulling that out would be very helpful. So if the coconut oil feels more resonant, start there. Okay. Thank you so much, Teresa. Don't swallow
0: it. Make sure you spit it out.
1: Yeah. Spit it out. Spit Spit it it out. out. And be careful because it's, you know, you don't want to spit it necessarily into your plumbing because you'll create blockage. So just, you know. Yeah. Somewhere. Okay. 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Work your way up if you need to. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. Good. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. I'm so glad you answered my call.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a good thing. great question. I love it. And, um, and I never knew about that, about the sesame seeds, Teresa. So that's new. Thank you.
1: Yeah, that's an Ayurvedic thing, and it's uh, it's amazing because you can. That's a a great thing for anyone who's concerned about calcium too. You can just you know it's a great way to to bring your calcium levels to normal. Where where can I purchase those at a at a health food store? Yes, yeah, generally things? any store, any, any any store. Yeah, in the spice section usually. In the spice section. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Great. And there's so many people in the chat now sharing their tooth woes you know, it's, it's like, this has been a thing for light workers in the past. I've been hearing this for about three weeks, all about. People oh, saying, That's okay. Amazing. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So You're not alone with that.
4: That's good. Yeah. It's good to know. <laughs> I understand. I understand that, but it's good to get support to help yeah, me and sure. give myself compassion. I try to breathe in the gold light and, and swirl that around my mouth too, you
1: know? Yeah. That'll help.
4: And send love to it.
1: Gold light and coconut oil, a match made in heaven. <laughs>
4: Fantastic.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Yeah, sometimes we do have
0: to do the physical as well, you know? Yes. Not just the energetic. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Good. And Thank it's you.
1: amazing because a lot of what we're talking about today in terms of the physical body, when we're treating the physical body, we're treating the spiritual body as well. You know? So we were talking about like massaging the abdomen before. Our digestive system is so key to our immune system, and our immune system ties right into our spiritual body, and it's just mm-hmm. really amazing um, when we when we kind of look at things that way.
0: Um, Samdi has a question, saying, "I keep literally falling throughout my life and hurting myself. Is it my negativity, or is it from outer sources?" I never would have asked that question.
1: Hmm. You keep falling.
0: Outer sources or other
1: sources? It doesn't feel like it's outer sources. There may be things outside of your body that are in your way that are causing you to fall. Um, I'm just really feeling in. Uh, it. So I am always, I'm checking in with the angels as well. I feel Archangel Ariel with you very much. And I also feel her like she's there like helping pick you up after you fall, which is really Really sweet and special um, I don't feel like it's anything you're doing to sort of hold yourself back. I feel like there may be some energy in your life that you keep tripping over like the same pattern or this the manifestation of a similar pattern so that feels important to realize that if you don't work through whatever this pattern is it's going to keep showing up in different ways. I also am very much on the side of if there's something going on in your life repeatedly, physically, that is not your norm go get a checkup, you know, just go and get checked out. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong, but what it will do is then help to alleviate the wonder if there's something going on, because there could be anything that affects our balance. You know, we could have like an inner ear thing going on or like a, a small infection in a tooth or something like that, that just causes our balance to be off. So it always helps to, to kind of go get that checked out. Even if you go for, um, a thermography or something where they scan the heat in your body and see if there's anything going on, so yeah. you know it just feels like again, I don't necessarily feel anything in your system, but it does feel like there's something causing your equilibrium to be a little bit off, so so I would just kind of if it feels true to you um to go kind of get that checked out
0: mm-hmm, for sure awesome, thank you um all right, so lots still lots of stuff in the chat, <laughs> Melissa, I know you asked. A question, um, I'm going to try and read the question part. Uh, I don't know what the actual question is, but I think she says something about, can you, can she get help with being back in alignment? Hmm. Alignment with purpose, with life, with
1: etc. Okay. Who is this again? Remind me.
0: Melissa. Melissa.
1: Okay. Melissa, the one thing that I feel is that you are pretty clear. Um, You are pretty clear in terms of the feelings of, of how you want to feel. And, you know, I want to feel of service. I want like, whatever it is that that's true for you. What I do feel is that your grounding isn't, it's, it's almost like it's there, but it's very shaky. So it's, it's like, the, the grounding cord is kind of severed. So if what we shared before about dropping the grounding cord feels like it resonates, I think that would be really good for you because I think it's the moving forward, the manifestation, like the physical manifestation of it. That's the issue and not necessarily your level of clarity or, or intuition. Um, The other thing I'm feeling, your angels are showing me like lateral heart energy. And what I'm seeing that is like joy, there's, there's a piece of you that wants to have more fun, right? Then the piece seems to be your heart. So, so what is it that you can do that would bring you more fun in your life connection, love? Uh, it feels like when you just do some more of that, everything else kind of starts to, to fall into alignment. So let us know if that makes sense to you, please.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: All right, Michelle, you want
3: to unmute yourself? Go ahead. Hello. Michelle. Hi. I didn't know if you could hear me. Hi. Um, thank you, Alara, for being here for us. And I'm definitely um, sending you well wishes on your eyes. Thank you for all you do. Thank um, you. Side. I deal with... Thank you. I, I deal with... Um, fatigue um just it'll come just out of the blue I just all of a sudden I'm zapped I just wonder if you had any help for how I can manage my energy better
1: mm-hmm. have have you um I'm just going to ask it have you been tested for Lyme <sighs>
3: Not recently. You know, I actually have a lot of symptoms of Lyme, but um, that doctor, I I don't, I don't think I've had my doctor check me for that. Maybe I'll, okay. Wow. That would explain a lot.
1: Yeah. It feels like, uh, get, get a test just to know. Um, The other thing, do you eat breakfast? Yes. Usually sometimes
3: I delay it though. Sometimes I'll do, de- I usually start my day with green tea and then my favorite beverage in the world is coffee, but I deal with anxiety. So I only allow myself a small portion of, you know, more decaf and regular, but I sometimes delay breakfast. Is that, is that going to help me if I quit the um, skipping so, breakfast? or so,
1: delay it? It's so fun. My favorite beverage is coffee also, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it
3: is, but my brain doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just seeing, I, I'm literally Archangel Ariel is showing me she's holding a bowl of oatmeal like this. <laughs>
5: that's okay. what I'm seeing.
1: Um, <laughs> okay. So, thank you. so that's what I'm seeing. It feels like that would be a good energy food for you. It'd be a good clean food for you. But if you aren't hungry okay. for breakfast, then l- follow your body's lead. It just feels like when you do eat it, make sure that it's something that would give you energy. And I even see, I don't know if you like peanut butter or sunflower butter or something. You could put like a spoonful in there, um, if that feels resonant to you. Yeah, I eat a lot
3: of nut butters. Yeah, I I, peanuts not. I try to avoid peanut. They say it's not as healthy, but I do eat a lot of nut butters. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, almonds,
3: sunflower, yeah, cashew.
1: Yeah, I would start with the lime test because that was the first thing they showed me.
3: Wow. You know what? I've had some stuff that they can't explain. And that's one of the possible causes. Like I ended up having a pacemaker put in because my heart rate just kept bottoming out. And there's no other thing wrong with my heart, just my heart rate. And that's one of the causes of of, uh, bradycardia is Lyme disease. But yeah, the fatigue has been a real deal. But okay, I will definitely get checked for Lyme disease. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. All right. We're going to take one more quick question maybe, maybe one, maybe two, we'll see. Um, but Angela was asking about, she says, I've had energy drain this week. Cannot tell what is causing it. Any guidance? I
1: Again, I think it's the, I think it's the full moon um, that kind of kicked a lot of us in the butt, like different full moons affect different people differently based on the chart. And also, if we look at what's going on in the world right now, Will have energetic resonance with different situations based on our own history of our soul. So I feel for you, it's it's a combination of um, a lifetime as a war refugee, and also the full moon. I'm getting like such chills as, as I say that. So, so it feels like a combination of those things. And, and it feels like the answer is to really deeply nurture yourself, give yourself grace. Um, I'm going to share this because I think they only show me what's helpful to your process. I see a little girl in a very dirty dress, like hiding in the dark with like a piece of a coat that she's using as a security blanket. Like she's all dirty and like, like she's hidden under rubble after bombing. And it feels like this is very connected to you and it's coming up right now for, for clearing. So if that feels resonant then maybe meditate into that a little bit and find out what it is in you that's ready to, to go to clear or what direction is being given to you now on how you can help from that little girl. Uh, so, so it's really beautiful because it feels like she's holding a piece of your purpose for you right now. So, um, Okay, yeah. Cool. So just give yourself grace and, and deeply nurture yourself through it. And it feels like listen to your body, listen to your mind, listen to your emotions and and roll with them and, and everything will be fine.
0: Awesome. Thank you. All right. Angela. let us know how, how that feels. Um, iPhone <laughs> says I have a son with down syndrome who has been unwell and violent. Are there any message messages from me around this?
1: Mm we are the world and the world is us, right? We are the world and the world is us. And one of the most beautiful gifts that people who are dealing with Down syndrome bring to the world is that they don't have a filter between their emotions and the expression of them. And so when we look at the world right now and how he's acting, we can see this playing out. Like that's what, and so the lesson here that he's bringing is I, we are the world. And so what feels like it could potentially help is first of all, keep yourself safe. You know, I've, I've worked with beautiful people with down syndrome, you know, and and it's like, keep yourself and him safe first. That's always the first thing, you know, this as a parent. Um, But sometimes we forget, you know, in terms of being of service, the second piece is, what can you do to instill more peace and harmony into the environment? So just, are there colors that bring peace? Are there like textures, you know, just really feeling into that. The other thing I feel like is maybe his hormones are a little bit out of balance as well. There may be something kind of changing for him in terms of his hormones and he's, that this is the way his body's reacting. You know, that's what happens to us. Our hormones make us do things. Um, So maybe having a checkup with his physician as well, but it also feels like just understanding that, that there's no filter between the emotions and the world. And so creating a space of peace that can be that filter, not that your space isn't peaceful, but making it extra peaceful to have that filter between him and the world right now could potentially help. So let us know how that goes.
0: Awesome, thank you. All right, Silvana, I have a question. I've been having a hard time. This is the last question. I've been having a hard time for months. I'm having abdominal pain and pain in my back and my energy seems to be decreasing rather than improving as I'm healing from the grief of my mom's passing in January and all the trauma of the 10 years of caring for her. I'm concerned, what might I do?
1: So there are stages of grief right? There are different stages and, and we have to push through a lot of it. You know, we have actions we need to take, and then we have things we need to sort through. And then when all of that is done, sometimes it's like the depth of everything hits us. And it feels like you're in the depth of when everything hits you right now. And so becoming the earthly mother to yourself right now feels really important you, when we lose our parents, we become orphans. And so that archetype of being the child is gone. And now we're an orphan child until the next archetype steps in. And it feels like you're in that state of flux right now where that next archetype is ready to step in. But in this period, you now need to learn to parent yourself as the adult that you are to be the parent that you need. So, you know, if you had a child that was feeling this way, how would you treat that child? Like, how do you love and nurture yourself through this grief? And of course, if you do need help navigating your grief, you know, find a counselor, find a group. It's, it's really important. There are so many really beautiful um, groups dealing with grief right now, post like the huge numbers of, Patients that died of COVID, um, you know, and I, I have some friends and clients who are members, and I've seen remarkable shifts and changes in them. It's just a place where you can go to be with people who have been through what you've been through, and that may help as well. But it definitely just feels like how would you parent a child going through what you're going through, and just love and nurture yourself through it is is a big thing here. I hope that helps, and I hope that doesn't sound insensitive because it's it's really really hard. To lose our parents. And I just want to acknowledge that. And I also want to acknowledge, I feel the the energy from the other side, wanting to acknowledge the work that you did for so long to take care of your mother. Um, You know, just what a great job you did and how lovingly devoted you were and how much you still will question decisions you made or things that you did. And it's time to let that go because everyone over there is really happy (laughs) with, with what you did and really grateful. And, you know, Archangel Ariel is there with you and it feels like she's holding your heart. So definitely invite her into your healing process if you haven't done that already.
0: Awesome. Good. Thank you, Silvana. All right. One last question. Beverly M. (sighs) Beverly M. battling severe depression. Can you provide clarity? So I'm just going to say really quickly first, battling severe depression is a big thing. So we're we're not going to get all the answers in a two minute question.
1: Battling severe depression, like depression really needs to be addressed with some professionals. Like what we do here can definitely help, can definitely make a difference. But if you are battling depression, please, please, please get get help. Please talk to somebody about how you're feeling because... It's, it's real and it's hard. And, and I just want to acknowledge that as well, you know, please reach out and and get some help. There are so many wonderful people and there are so many free resources now also. Um, what I do feel for you, it's like, I'm, I'm in your heart and I've entered this place that feels like it's total darkness. Like there's this place of total darkness that's in this section of my heart, but what I can see kind of being outside of it. in from the angel's point of view is there is like this, this chain, this light chain that you tug on it and the light comes on, but you don't know it's there, right? So it feels like with this, what, what they want you to understand is on the other side of this is the light, the love, the warmth that you are craving and a power within yourself that you intuitively know is there, but you haven't been able to access. So they really want you to know what's on the other side of this so that you're navigating your way through it. Doesn't seem as hopeless, doesn't seem as dark because you don't know what's there or when it's coming. So what they're showing me is, and it feels like maybe reaching out for help is is you finding where the light switch is and just pulling it. Um, or maybe it's like whatever it is for you, but but they definitely want to share with you that there is something really beautiful on the other side of this.
0: Beverly, did you want to say anything?
2: Um it it's uh It's just, I feel like a lot of things have been coming up from the past and um, it's, it's kind of been low grade depression for a while and it's gotten worse fairly recently, but it's, it's just blocked me and stopped me from doing, you know, I, I, I just don't, I just kind of like sit in a state of you know, paralysis. Mm -hmm. That's the appropriate word. There's a lot of paralysis. I can't I can't do my art. I can't do my writing. I can't do my animal communication or Reiki. And um I think a lot of it uh I'm gonna re-listen to this because I know we were talking about the feelings of worthlessness and pain. There's a lot Mm -hmm. there. So Yeah, yeah please do. And
0: please remember to pull the light switch even if you can't see it, feel it, perceive it, imagine it's there it's and,
1: okay. and pull it. Beverly, I just also want to like, I, I just want you to realize too, it's depression robs us of all of our energy. Like that's part of depression, you know? And so, so it feels like the understanding of that is, is really important um, because I hear you saying, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I feel an element of compassion there, but I also feel an element of frustration with yourself. So it's like this depression is, is real. It's we're sick in some way, right? We're we're ill in some way. and And we need to treat ourselves as though we're ill. What do we need to, to help restore ourselves? You know, it's like, if, if we had, you know, if we had a broken leg, we wouldn't be criticizing ourselves for not being able to run a marathon. So it's just about that, like really giving yourself the love and let, let us love you too. Let us love you right now. And, and, um, and just remember that the light switch is there and there is something really beautiful. Like there's just so much beauty on the other side. They just keep showing me. And yeah, it's, let us know if there's anything that you need in terms of resources, we're happy to help.
2: Thank you. Your, your package, that's, uh, that includes the meditations and I saw that obviously the depression, the whole uh, and the vision boarding, that, that's all included in that same package? It
1: is, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus the three live calls, the three meditations and the vision board. Yeah, it's all there.
1: The calls, healing sessions, yeah. Yeah. No better, Alara. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Beverly. Thank you. All right. Um, and, you know, I wasn't going to take, <laughs> I wasn't going to take Beverly's question because like, oh, depression, is so heavy, but you know, it's like, I know for myself, I have been battling depression all my life. I think my father has also been battling depression all his life. And, um, so it's you know it's not fun, and so I, I wanted to make sure that we gave you a little bit of support and acknowledgement of what you are going through, and that it's definitely um, not easy. But we are here to support you, and like Teresa said, if you need other resources, let us know. Okay?
1: Yeah, and you know, Alara, it's just I know we're over time. I just wanted to share that so much of the world is is in the same boat right now in terms of feeling depression, you know, And for those of us who are entering the spring season, it helps to lighten it a little bit. But, mm-hmm. but after the last couple of years, there is this is the biggest mental health crisis that we've seen in the world in my lifetime, at least. So, um, so just to, to understand that as well, that you are not alone on the days that you feel alone, any of us who are feeling depressed. Um, you know, it's it's worldwide right now, and we can really get through it together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And reach out for support. You know, yesterday I reached out to, uh, two of my, you know, uh, biggest, not biggest teachers, but my closest teachers that I have, I reached out to them crying, you know, got on the phone and I'm crying and they're like, are you okay? You know, they both answered the phone, thank God. But the first thing I had to say to them was everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nobody's, nobody's hurt. No, Nobody, Like nothing's happened. <laughs> Going through this stuff, right? So please do reach out for support and not and don't worry about being judged. You know, like if I was worried about being judged yesterday by my teachers, <laughs> it's like I would I don't know what I would have done. I would have just like not called, and that would have been hurt. That would have hurt me more, right? So um, please know that we are, you know, all going through a lot of stuff right now. You know, every every single one of us is going through a lot of stuff right now. Things are coming up old patterns, you know, old childhood stuff, just so much is coming up right now for many different reasons, right? And for those of us who are in Europe, we are being affected by what's happening in the the Ukraine and Russia. We are, even though we might be far away from it, but we are being affected by it, plus everything else that's happening. So just be gentle with yourself, have compassion with yourself, love yourself and reach reach out for support check out Teresa's package because there's some wonderful, wonderful resources and tools and the meditations and the live calls and the visioning workshop. It's all going to help you to move forward a little bit, to clear some stuff for sure, give you some clarity, move forward. And that is the best that we can ask for right now is to what can I do to move forward just a little bit, just one step, right? That's what we need. And also at the same time, you know, I think in Teresa's Trisha, bio, it says something about, you know, she she's a, 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 a love warrior, a warrior for love and a stand for peace, right? And she embodies unconditional love. So when you're with her in her presence or when you're part of her program, you're going to be receiving that as well. And that's going to help you to open up even more. I don't know what's going on with my throat. (laughs) So I was like, what is going on with me? There's so much happening, right? But just know that, you know what? It'll all work out. Have faith and trust. Call on your angels. Even if you don't know who they are, just call on them. I think Teresa mentioned Ariel, Raphael, Michael today. Call on any of them. They will come and support you and help you. Right. So again, Teresa's package is available at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Teresa three. Teresa, any other last words of wisdom for us from yourself or from the angels?
1: Yeah. I mean, the angels don't need any special way of you calling on them. You can, if you're in the depths of your despair, you can just. Literally say I need you now, or just you know, yo angels, or whatever it is that works, because they're always they're literally right there, just waiting for you. And and you know, I think today, if we take nothing else away, is 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 to really pay attention to how our physical, mental, and emotional bodies enhance our spiritual experience here, and how much love and tending they need right now in this transition, because our spiritual bodies went light years ahead, and now the rest of us is catching up and so so don't be afraid to talk to people especially in this community about what's coming up for you because if you can see the chat so many of us were resonating with everything that was shared today like from the teeth to the depression to to all of it so so you're never alone even though you may feel terminally unique and we are here to love you and nothing you can say is going to make us love you more and nothing you can say is going to make us love you less Beautiful. I
0: love that. Yeah, we love you, love you, love you. So with that, thank you so much, everyone, for all of your comments, questions, feedback, your healing, your love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I'm, I'm sure I missed some questions um, next time. But until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye for now.